1: Hello and welcome to Dame Baptiste's Questions Everything, a new podcast where myself, Dame Baptiste, comedian, writer, occasional actor, uh, regular troll fighter, will question everything because I like to ask questions because a lot of the time I used to ask questions when I was younger, people would say you're asking stupid questions or consult an encyclopedia. So now I have an arena or a podcast where I can ask questions I want to ask to the people I want to ask them to. Uh, So it's going to be down from political to existential because... Confucius says to ask is a minute shame, but not to ask and remain ignorant is a lifelong shame. In today's show, we have a Comedian who is a good friend of mine Who has been with me from the beginning From my beginnings on the urban circuit And crossing over to the mainstream circuit And has continued to do work on BBC3, Channel 4 and Comedy Central Has also been nominated for a Chortle Award as well For Best Newcomer And also, uh, I'll give him a chance to plug this as well He'll be performing his debut show Courage Your Enthusiasm at the Soho Theatre This July Introducing my homeboy K. Kurt. Yo, me, Kay? yes.
2: Thanks for getting me on. I can't lie. You lost me at Confucius, but um,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> but, but, but I'm, I'm here. Um, Confucius was, was a philosopher. I know he was. Okay, right? just in I case I know you wanted was. to ask. No, I know. But like, I was just like, hold on. Like, what? <laughs> this kind of podcast?
1: <laughs> thing doesn't speak like this on WhatsApp. Like, hence the podcast. And also joining us, the podcast, a good friend and producer and technician and do it, of all things admin, which I struggle with, Howard Cohen. Hello,
0: hello and welcome.
1: It's happening, How, Howard. Howard, do we, we, do we need to have an abbreviation for your name as well? Do you have a nickname that you go by?
0: Oh, nothing that I want to tell anyone. No? No, not really. Okay. I suggest
2: Hoko.
1: I was thinking Hoko. I get a little of bit of
0: Hoko. A lot, a lot
1: you had your choice. Now it's, now it's Hoko. Hoko
0: just sounds like a horrible brand. Howco does sound <laughs> yeah, like something like, you, you see. Know,
1: you you yeah. see
0: it on what's it? Uh, who's that big? Um... On, on a freighter. Oh, you yeah. see You see it
1: like if, if you watch like the early Champions League, like league stages.
2: Nah, howco sounds like a um, shit version of Wikipedia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hoco, It does yeah yeah. It, it does sound like it's something like Acme. So, we're going to we're going to go we're going to go with Hoko for now if anyone has any suggestions for a that. nickname. We start to a show it. we we'll, we'll go with Hoko for now. Oh. Hoko. So it's all good. So um, it's a
0: lot. This whole podcast is the idea is to ask questions that the people want to hear, mate. That's that's the it's idea. It. Ask
1: questions people want to hear. Ask questions that might make people uncomfortable uh, and, <laughs> yeah, and obviously look for meaning. But yeah. And Just, we definitely
0: uh, want people to send us in their questions. So once we're up and running. I'll audience. definitely. I
1: want people to question stuff and yeah. we will attempt to answer your questions. The thing is as well, we're trying to approach these questions with critical thought as well as like, you know, going to Wikipedia and trying to get a citation for certain things. But uh yeah, we want people to question everything. That's how we learn. So,
0: got to evolve, mate. Got we. to
1: evolve. Yeah, you got to move. Got to question things.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. But it sounds like one of those podcasts where some people are going to be smoking a lot of weed while they're listening to this. <laughs> <What>? It's blunt. <laughs>
0: well,
1: yeah, why? Why not? Is the, is the question? Where, yeah, where the mean, weed is concerned, I don't want to get
0: started on you know the fact that this thing still isn't legal in my country. Yeah, and, which is crazy. And and yet I get, get can get hit by so many drunk people on the way home. It's just like. Yeah. Where's the balance? How, how yeah. many
1: people will, will die from obesity this year? How many people will be involved in a drug accident? Well, that's accident? the thing. There's
2: actually more people that suffer from obesity now in the world than starvation.
1: Isn't that great? That's crazy. That's and, good. you know, I mean... Uh, is it pretty what? good, though? Well, it's a pretty good stat. I it's like a pretty good
2: stat. stat, right? But when you actually think about how messed up the world is, yeah. that you've got Ooh. people, uh, and, and for whatever reason it may be, that are a lot more, that have a lot more than they need... Yeah, but there's still people that are, that are starving. On well. that starving, might be yeah. down to like education, lack of resource, or whatever as well. Because being obese doesn't necessarily mean you've got a lot of everything. It just means that you're making poor choices.
1: Could be mean you're making poor choices. Could be that you know that you are uh, you are kind of susceptible to suggestion in terms of what you should be eating. Mm. Uh, people got a lot more disposable income nowadays, so I guess that's why they spend on. If they can't spend it on property and stuff, then. You know, because, you know, there's a time when like takeaway and stuff was seen as very working class and only te- they got like takeaways. But now with like Deliveroo or Uber Eats, then even, I suppose, uh mid to higher level crane restaurants can also be delivered to your doorstep, which yeah, could contribute I to mean, obesity. I like, just remember
0: there was a time where a nine pound burger would seem like an extreme thing, like yeah. a really, really extreme thing. And now yeah. there's like every that's just the every, normal
2: that's just yeah, the normal price every, now, every yeah, yeah. gastro but baby, that's why yeah. we can't afford houses isn't it? because we're, we're buying avocado and stuff apparently. oh no it's,
1: no it's because we can't afford houses yeah, we yeah, just spend yeah, it, on yeah, instead, yeah, it on avocados on yeah. avocados and you can pay for people to yeah. do your laundry and stuff or you can pay for people to watch your kids or watch your pets yeah you just, can pay, you, for these you days, pay for anything pay for anything yeah you have a big big gig economy but you can't afford a house to put all of these these gifts in and so, yeah, I guess this is slowly dwindled into like a, a cathartic rant. <laughs> that's the idea. That's the idea. It's, just, really like,
2: it's a question. just like our life is going down the pan.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, why, but why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw out a stat because you just gave a good one yeah. uh, before. Uh, my wife told me this stat that, uh, you know, that Trump's trying to get uh, more uh, soldiers to join the armed forces. Mm. right? Mm. And mm. apparently uh, he's trying to get them all to be under, the under 26. Bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three quarters of the people who would be eligible can't join because they're either addicted to prescription drugs, a felon and therefore not allowed to join, or obese. Three quarters of that American population. That's... That's Trump's America for you. They they
2: are. That's who's voted for the man himself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is it. Support our troops. Well, if you're going to do that, you're going to need girdles and a lot of bras by the sound of it. (laughs) So... It's, like, it's
0: just tough, that, that is a crazy odd thought, isn't it? Because you know, growing up, America and the military it was it was just like hand in hand, is like this oh, powerful yeah. thing. You know, mm-hmm. they'd won the cold war, they won the second world war, and now you're looking at it like,
2: like but I mean, but I mean, I mean, the way AI is going in about 20 mm. years, like Americans people aren't even going to be fighting for yeah. imperialistic views. It's just going to be like androids being sent Lord, to like Lord, Lord, Lord third world countries Lord, Lord. and stuff yeah. as well. It's just like <laughs> all the, all the, the true, androids, it? but it's true, the androids and the gamers, the very top level gamers are going to go missing all of a sudden. And you're like, they're going to be like put into some like MI5 kind of lab. Some You know, like what's those men in black kind exactly, of lab, yeah. is it? Like it's like Agent K and Agent whatever. And then like it's just them playing. They, they pro- trick them to playing a game on a screen, and it's actually Androids just going into like the weird. Eastern country. So and... make a
1: notice, people. This is a prophecy uh, from K. Curd that the new call center will be Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Tony Stark,
0: isn't it? <laughs> yeah. This is it. It's yeah. normally
1: what we're getting to. It's well, Tony Elon
0: Stark. Musk is our very own
2: t- uh,
0: Tony, Tony Stark. One hundred
1: percent. That yeah. guy
2: is wasted in doing what he's doing. Like the other day, he was saying apparently they they're gonna get like a. Um, Uh, A a plane That can go from New York To London In 25 minutes Mm. Which will be great For the exportation Of Timberland boots But Definitely (laughs) Giving this to the author Right now But However I still can't get From Oxford Circus To Brixton On time
1: Yeah Yeah. This is true. Well, so yeah. So the issues is about priorities. Although yeah, like, I want, I want that high speed plane to come because, like tiny temper, I'm also pissed. I never got to fly in a Concorde. Yeah. So yeah. if that happens, and I am a UK uh, and US citizen, so. Why are It'd you pissed? Raceful. You
0: never pl- flew in a
2: Concorde because it. Cause
0: well, Concorde like, sounded light.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, like, like just the fact like oh, two hours to the states in those days and like supersonic wow. sound. Do you know what? Do you I remember do you hate that flying? Though, so that would be good. I there mean. was
2: that bit in Only Fools and Horses where it was like we're flying Concorde, oh, Del Boy and Boycie said that, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh my man, Concorde sounds so light. Concorde sounds. <laughs> like, Concord sounds very light. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, is it? So yeah, high speed, high speed plane would, would, would be would be great. Uh, so right. yeah. well, fine. I just don't really like flying, so like, I don't really want to have to. No, no but that's the point. Time. It would
2: minimize. Yeah, it, it would minimize it. If you could get to, time. how long could you get to, like from here to America? What was it like, four hours or something? Uh, uh, five, and five, a half.
1: five five and five. That's half. a shift in retail. Yeah, yeah. with a break. Yeah. yeah,
2: but you get a free meal and, and two hours well. is
1: two hours is almost yeah. That's like yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a lunch break when you think about it. Because by the time mm. you arrive, it's five hours back as well. So make up the time as well. So yeah, see how it bodes for for commerce. So I guess that's the idea. Actually, you
2: could probably have got to Dubai in about half an hour on Concord. Mm-hmm. I think come it's on. time for our first question, Dane. Yeah, come on, bro. First question. It's for the, first
0: question the first question does go to our
2: guest. Of course. Right, okay. Um, well, this is an interesting one because me and you talk on a on a, on a um, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, given the recent success of people like John Boyega and more recently Daniel Kaluuya, who mm-hmm. are homegrown talented acts um um actors Mm -hmm. um both rising star nominated and stuff who went to america to find their success Mm -hmm. and uh seemingly um it feels like are then embraced by british audiences after their success in america given that given their recent success has it made you think about moving
1: to america Mm, it's a good question that's a seriously a a bad boy question i'm happy i'm on the sofa but, uh... but right, it's an interesting answer,
0: it? you know cultural question because you know this yeah. country that we live in britain has a lot of good qualities yeah but there's times mm-hmm. you have to look at the states now and go god would that be a better life
1: i mean I've definitely thought about it and we probably broached it in discussion, Kate. And to be honest with you, I uh, short answer, yes, I've really considered like kind of, I guess, trying to uh, pitch my wares stateside. Um, And yes, I said the reason why it just seems that uh, I would say industrially, uh, if you are a uh, black creative, um, you have a better chance. Uh, of we're saying the better chance of succeeding in America, but I guess maybe the glass ceiling is higher. Or uh, well, I mean, be... Dev
2: Patel is another example. Yeah. He's British Dev... Asian. Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed uh, again, another one. I mean, if we if we if we're going down that route, I mean,
1: or some of the best examples would be, I guess, uh, it would be uh, Dominic West and uh, and Idris Elba, who both yeah. appeared in The Wire, which is you know considered mm. one of the best a piece of television in history David Oliyebolo yeah that that name Sophie Okonodo as well Um, Naomi Harris yeah. Who uh, formerly wow. appeared this on the BBCs? Is... Uh, Isn't it
2: Parminder something as well? The one that was in Like Beckham She moved over there. Yeah, don't...
1: yeah, yeah. So it's uh... a serious
2: list, no? Yeah,
1: it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's an enormous br- list yeah. of, of 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 I guess what would you say would be uh, luminaries now. It's a lot people...
2: of ethnic minority creators yeah. from this country that have gone there. If you look at even Ashley um, Thomas, who's Bashy, yeah, Bashy,
1: yeah, known as bashy, he's, yeah Rapha he's, doing, he's doing Twenty Four as yeah. well. he in Twenty
0: Four, yeah. The spin off
2: from like has around a long time.
0: Yeah, from Black Boys, that song, Black Boys, yeah, yeah,
1: from there, yeah, yeah. The way. So Yeah, um, so
2: so if I mean if you if you're looking at the long list of ethnic minority um creatives from this country that have gone over there to success. Even Kwame um Kwayama, who became a theatre director. Oh he's, yeah, now yeah, the, he's a theatre director for the young Vic, I believe. Yes, he is, yeah, yeah, he is now, but yeah, yeah he went over to I think it was Boston. Mm-hmm. Um and he became a um the director of a theatre over there and it's like why are these opportunities? Well I think I think that
0: one thing that you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some devil's advocate a bit mm-hmm. as as well because <laughs> no, it's just, you know, it's just to try you know, but it's like one, you've got to accept there's a massive, massive country with massive industry that this country doesn't quite have the same yeah. scale of opportunity. If we're gonna just be a slightly diplomatic. Not that I'm yeah. saying, you know, like there is this Hoko, Hoko trying to save my career? And, uh, <laughs> no, but and give, me, diversity... give me a harness before I jump. Listen, you know, <laughs> to viewers that maybe don't know the industry that we, you know, TV and comedy that we live in, yeah. there is a huge debate going on in about diversity and how basically, and I can come out and say it, you know, they just put white people on television for decades. Like, yeah. that was yeah. a thing. And then there's an addressing of that balance. But I don't
2: I don't think that's necessarily true. I think um, if you go back, even if you look at things like Only Fools and Horses, one of his best mates was a mixed race guy called Denzel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the, the programs we had, we had things like Goodness Gracious Me, a fully Asian cast. You had... Um, Real, Ma- uh,
1: Real McCoy. The Real McCoy. Uh, blouse and Skirt. The Desmonds. The Desmonds. The Desmonds. Yeah, I'm I'm say that Some of yeah. those
2: shows were an exception as opposed to the rule. Raw- no, really absolutely. Looking, yeah. Absolutely. But the frequency in which those ca- shows and, came out about 20 plus years Mm. ago is a lot more than the frequency that they came out 15 10 which is really interesting but also
0: i think it's also that thing of you saying like these people went on to become stars like what you're saying about the people in america you know they they went to become stars yeah you know some of these people might be recognizable names that we're talking about you know the the kumars was a big show but i think if you went down the street and asked people if they knew everyone in that show some people there's a demographic that would i still wouldn't say they're necessarily all a household name like some of these guys that have been star wars now you know it's it's a I don't know. It's an interesting thing about America that I think we just like lose our shit in Britain over you know what happens at it because because the PR machine behind stuff like Star Wars yeah it's just
2: humongous. But those kind of opportunities here
1: what, because I think What I would think, you compare
2: to a Star Wars opportunity? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think. I mean, I mean, I think that has that is one facet of it. However, I think also another factor of it is that there's a serious. Uh, there's there's always this conversation of diversity, diversity, mm-hmm. diversity, but there isn't a true diversity of thought. I think, mm. um, especially in um, recent times, yeah. where um, even if they do get a certain person on from an ethnic minority, mm. it may not be somebody that has a similar experience to the majority of that ethnic minority. Do you see where I'm mm. coming from? So it will be put the, poss- the 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 possibility of them getting somebody that's m- a middle class Asian or a black person yeah. that um, Sort of a lot more relatable to the producer on that show mm. than oh, is yeah. to the actual minority that they're meant to be representing on TV, which then again mm. has its own problems. And because um, uh, if we're talking about representation and and the whole reason for diversity is representation, mm-hmm. if you're not appealing to the um, person that you're meant to be, is yeah. that really representation? If that person can't, if if a, if a little black kid can't can't look at Dane and go, right, I could do that.
1: Yeah, that remi- or that reminds me of myself, and uh, I think yeah, that that has definitely been a problem so far as the UK endeavouring to have some kind of diversity, and um, I do agree to an extent, Howard, in that like the states is a lot much faster and larger landscape, and thereby that merit has a much no- uh, larger industry. But then I would argue that given the size of that industry and potential lucrative opportunities, there uh, so far as the pool of potential. Uh, uh, labour or avenues yeah. is probably uh, a lot more saturated. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, america you know, Hollywood is a recognised industry and everyone wants to be on TV in America and um, I guess in places like Middle America and stuff, pe- there's a lot more people with uh, mm. Hollywood kind of dreams. So I guess that even adds to the achievement of, uh, you know, uh, black or, or British or ethnic minority uh, creatives that do go to the States and do realise their potential or do realise some success. Mm. Um, I mean,
0: I think there's got to be yeah. one thing to flag up here as well, which is that there's something that some casting agents are doing for people in Britain. Like as well as being oh, unbelievable yeah, yeah. acts. Like don't get me wrong, these guys are like phenomenal actors. Yeah but like as well, like what the fuck are we doing that's getting these guys? Because like you say, there's millions of Americans out there doing you know yeah. doing a similar job.
2: But it was interesting because I was listening to a podcast and I think it was Noel Clark that said this, or, mm. or I think it was Noel Clark or Daniel Clew or somebody like that. and um they they brought up a really interesting argument that when a British guy go into these Auditions, they're hearing him in a British accent. So then, when he plays the American voice, like it's like yo, what it is, dude? Mm. They're like, oh damn, he's acting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're yeah, seeing yeah. the That's transformation take place, yeah, yeah, with the like with their own eyes. Whereas when they see an American dude coming, yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a read for the part of Deshaun mm. and it's just and like, and what's just... your name, Howard? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. going up for the part of the show. No, no, but but, down. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. From the, it's from the UK, yeah, maybe. But do you see where I'm
0: coming from? Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's I the same accent. Really interesting yeah. question, mate. And, and 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 it's kind of like the big picture of it in a, in a way is like as a diverse act in the UK. Would you feel like you've got a great opportunity for success? in america than you do here that's kind of yeah. like a you know moving it away from just day yeah, yeah. is like it's a really interesting question well,
1: because i'd say if you i'd say there i guess if you make it you make it and uh maybe there is the opportunity maybe there's the opportunity for success uh for uh, black british uh creatives however another thing i've noticed is that once you start to achieve a certain level of success i guess there is there becomes a distance between yourself and potentially the demographic that embraces you and your audience and i for example, I'd say someone like I don't know um, Emily Sandé, mm. who is a prolific singer and continue, but probably has hasn't got the same awareness that she should have on like maybe black music oriented radio stations they don't me really play it that often as much as they could could do I think they do you think so I think they do
2: or? um and she was she's been very prominent in a lot of other people like a lot of um rappers mm. support her yeah uh, when her projects come out and stuff like people okay. like Rich and Krepton Conan and whatever but i think fundamentally in america the only color that matters is green
1: of course yeah that is like Yes, so is it's a militarized, milita- militarized, militarized or nation. Or orange when it came to the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, other but other
2: in the entertainment industry, if like even if you look at Jay Sean, who over here yeah. was struggling like mm. to do music. He went over to America, um, Cash Money Records saw signed him, signed money. him, went number one in America. Mm. That is incredible because they were looking at him. They were like, were you Puerto Rican? Like they yeah. didn't know what he was yeah. and they didn't really But then I'm going gonna,
0: gonna to flag up one thing here which is it's interesting that, that, that in terms of comedy, because obviously that's yeah. where you guys are yeah. primarily based, you know, the, the translation from, you know, it's kind of interesting thinking of our, what we what comedy have we outsourced to America uh, and, and a number of great things, but yeah. it, does it represent some of the more diverse voices in I'd the I'd say UK? it
1: definitely does not. And I think that comes from probably industry. I think uh, the UK industry probably purports an archetype or an image that they think is more of a representation of uh, Britain mm. than, you know, we would argue is a representation. Although I would say, to give an example, Jeannie Ashery. Yeah. Mm. You know, she's Jeannie, Jeannie has yeah. gone on to have uh, considerable success and uh, continues to... It's a career she's got in. out there. It's
0: yeah,
1: often overlooked, you know. Like yeah, really yeah. Is overlooked. Often, often overlooked. And, uh, yeah, and it, and on the one hand... It's great because she's definitely leading the charge and is uh, an inspiration and definitely an example potentially to follow, but it's saddening to realise that she has you know, where some people have definitely failed, she's had continued to have a, a substantial career in the states, and yeah. Interestingly, her it's... career wasn't necessarily
0: accelerating in the UK. As,
1: yeah, as know, the one point of the reasons she left, and that was one of the, that, and that lack of recognition was one of her catalysts for leaving.
0: But neither was John Oliver's. Mm. Yeah. That is one of the most fascinating things that's ever happened in, in yeah. media. That that, that that
1: you know that guy went over there and did what he did.
2: But but I mean I think I think it also bodes a question, right? Um, if you if you're talking about comedy, how effective is the the um, discovery of talent if you're just looking towards the Edinburgh Fringe Festival mm. in terms of real wow. life comedy talent? Because if you if if you look at the the amount of money it takes for you to put on an Edinburgh show. Um, sometimes you're looking from anywhere in the region between five to ten grand, right? Sometimes. Easily, isn't it? Easily, yeah, easily, 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 right? To have a successful Edinburgh, Edinburgh show. Mm. Um, and that's excluding the amount of money you're spending on trying to go up and down the country in order to preview and work out this material, right? Mm. So if, if you're looking at um, somebody from a uh, working class or ethnic minority background, that socioeconomically may not be privileged in that
1: sense, to have that kind of disposable income? Absolutely. To to be like, able... which is rare that most yeah. people do. Exactly. Obviously, it's exactly. a very, very, yeah. very small percentile so of people. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that.
2: if that is the only place where we're trying to discover new talent, and we're saying that is the place, it it may be a bit exclusionary in its actual um, existence?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely feel that, and I, you know, I I I frequent just through policy of my life since I ever worked in television to go to as many places to see as much comedy and absorb as much as I can. But it, it is interesting. When you kind of take your head out of that and go back into Telly and go, oh, you heard that guy, and they'll be like, no, yeah.
3: never Absolutely. heard of anyone yeah. you're talking about, and, it, and it's like, yes yeah,
0: we're, so, we're all friends, we all know yeah. Mo, yeah, he's yeah, had a yeah. social media boom over the last year of his life, and people in Telly are like, mm, Mo, Mo, Mo,
2: exactly, and 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 I often find that hilarious because uh, often these people are the same people that are sort of criticise politicians for being out of touch,
1: hmm. yeah, um, <laughs> whereas and, and, and that will be that will be the uh, the. Uh... The treatment that they are putting forward for exactly. a, a politically based show or for like a, a show about social awareness and uh yeah but, they're, um, they're aware i'm of gonna
0: it. i'm gonna give one little flag wave to something i mean you okay. guys may dis, dis, dismiss sure. this thought but like there's a bit you know we all know a lot of the comedians and we all follow a lot of the guys and and, and there's something going on i think hopefully in the long term if they let the to me if they let the mass report keep running which I think if you've seen much of it on the yeah, BBC I've been two, watching it, I've been keeping you know, up with you it. know the, 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 it's a big show and it's a tough show to like land on your, on both feet and just be like yeah this is just perfect but if you guys are following it online seeing some of those clips that seem to be really starting to like i think find speed yeah, yeah. and 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 the hope to me is that why does that have to be a place for like you know you know just it, it could it could incorporate so much of what we're trying to do mm-hmm. satirical wise in this country it feels like a a good sign anyway well we used to be the forefront of
2: satirical comedy. However,
0: we we, we just have. I got news for you. That's it. Yeah, but no, no, no exactly. <laughs> that's all, that's all but, we've but, but we got ours, to
2: yeah. a stage now where the majority of mainstream comedy you see on television is very sanitized. You see mm. a guy talking about cats for 15 minutes, then that's... I, mean, I do mainstream. like cats, Kate. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, if I'm you, not, not, it's not that's your prerogative. World, yeah. Listen, I'm not saying about, like, can we have a bit of balance? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. can we have cats some as Some dog well as... material. <laughs> you know? see like, so so some goldfish. Yeah, some, like, some goldfish, goldfish material. You know I mean? like, some people have goldfish. But, but, I mean, if you look at American comedy, in, if, if you look at... Um, the um, comedy specials last year that were coming out from America or even this year, you look at somebody like Michael Che, he had material on Black Lives Matter. Mm. If you look at um, Dave Chappelle, he had a whole wave of material. Mm. Bill Burr, um, you're then looking at... Um,
0: I, uh, even Chris I saw Amy Schumer, Nikki
1: Glaser I saw as well Yeah, they're commenting Do on I what's really, going on. And, really and, some and some One of features. the points
0: you would have to make is that both of you guys, and I've seen your stuff yeah. in recent times, would would have similar natured con- uh, yeah, material absolutely, yeah yeah and i suppose the argument is where is that yeah right because on, because on like, yeah. i
2: really find it confusing like look at the society you're living in right yeah. there are people getting acid attacked There is, there's, there's a whole raft of
1: um, inequality. There's people. Austerity. Yeah, austerity. An unelected prime minister. And you don't want to. No one's (laughs) going to really bring that up. Yeah, yeah, and then you want to go on stage
2: and talk about chocolate chip cookies for four minutes. Like, (laughs) bro, like, come on, man. And
1: I like chocolate chip (laughs) cookies, but I'm not (laughs) going to do a whole set on them. So you make a very valid point. Yeah. Yeah, So with that all in mind, uh, and also being that I'm a resident of the States as well. It is uh, definitely, I suppose, part of either my bucket list or part of my long-term uh, goals to uh, enjoy some success in the states. So, in answer to your question, yeah, I've definitely considered it, and I'm making some moves, man. Like the UK is my home, and it's kind of, I guess it's where I've honed my act. But um, I think, as where as perspective is concerned, I wouldn't want it to. I wouldn't want it to re- remain too local. So I think you should uh, maybe think locally in terms of like touching on the subjects that we just discussed, but act uh, globally. I guess uh, also like uh, uh, will be an an artistic milestone for me to uh, be recognised in the States so yeah
0: well I think what both of you guys do will translate to that they'll find an
1: audience in America I'm sure
2: funny is funny my brother
1: funny is funny is funny well, that was a good question. Really good question, Mate, I feel terrible. I'm, like I'm giving you the. I just gave thank the sign for, for good there. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Well, yeah. I'm Emolging... not doing my trainer about your question. question about your trainers anymore, okay? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with the trainers? No, nothing. I was just no. going to ask him. This, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was
2: like, "I'm going to ask really something really trivial." Yeah, but now, but no, I'm no. <laughs> some, some you've the tone of the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, the question I posed to you, Kay, as you said, we know each other very well. We've had uh, long, uh, in-depth conversations at length on tour. Now, I'm aware of your heritage uh, as a Kurdistani man. Is it Kurdistan? Kurdish. Or? Yeah, Kurdish. Yeah. Kurdish. Or Kurdistani. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. It brings, brings it to uh, my my question is, right, you are now the Kurdish ambassador to the UK. What would you want people to know about Kurdistan that they don't know?
2: Oh, my gosh. Well, firstly... A lot of people don't know who Kurds are. <laughs> so I think the primary goal for me um, is to just let people know that we exist, right? So for me, growing up in this country, I mean, for those that don't know my story, I came to this country uh, six months old in my parents' arms as a political refugee. My parents were part of the resistance fight against Saddam Hussein. My dad got injured in battle. has half a lung, all of that
1: sort of stuff. Wow. Through mustard gas poisoning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, And we are Kurdish are people. Some, yeah. I mean... I I'm enthralled by the story. I feel like etc cetera, etc. Cetera, given that you yeah. open, open a story <laughs> that having one my, lung, my etc cetera,
2: etc cetera is about what I
0: bought from Fred. Yeah, etc etc. Yeah. Um. So um, what, what what year are we talking? 1990.
2: Then, like? 1990. 1990 right, so right. my parents um moved here in 1990. Um, and it was interesting because at the time um the UK government allowed for a series of refugees from that region to come here. Um, and they they landed in Gatwick Airport. Mm-hmm. Um. And there was this whole raft of Kurdish families just in Gatwick Airport and they moved around here to Brixton at first because the local Kurdish cultural center was in um, Vauxhall, still is in mm-hmm. Vauxhall near Oval. Sorry, Oval. Um, um, but yeah, um, so when I was growing up, I grew up in an area where um, I grew up uh, like down the road from here in Tulse Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, um, I grew up around a lot of African and Caribbean kids, right? Mm-hmm. So identity was very, very important, right? Yeah. You know, as a black man yourself, you know how like you go to a black black club night the DJ is going on night Big up my Jamaicans inside. Yeah. Big up my Nigerians. Big up my Ghanaians. There was never a time we got big up the Kurds. I was I was always in the... <laughs> you know yeah. like, I was always there, like uh, brah, brah. Yeah, I'm from I'm, <laughs> so I'm, from, I'm from I'm from Grenada, so sometimes I have to go over and like whisper in there.
1: Yeah. Like, Don't forget Grenada. And, yeah. and the Grenadines as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, but, exa- also, yeah. but but
2: like at carnival,
1: you could yeah, fly your flag. Oh, yeah, like, do you know what I mean. All of that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. stuff. Nobody's right. ever bigging
0: up the Jews. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I ain't no. been to a club now where anyone bigs up the Jews, particularly on Friday nights. Let me tell you
1: that. Hang tight, everybody observing (laughs) the suburb (laughs) With that in mind Shabbat shalom tonight, lads That in mind, the sun sets We are going to be unplugging everything No one is going nowhere (laughs) Turn
2: off the mixer, DJ (laughs) But but yeah, so identity was really important to me So I suppose growing up, um, even when I was watching TV And even when I was... um, looking through anything like people would always ask me who are you where are you from what is this like do you know what i mean like i'll I'll say i'm kurdish and i had to have the whole essay Mm -hmm. afterwards and my the one thing is coming from the family i came from my parents never allowed me to call myself iraqi they Mm -hmm. never allowed me to call myself turkish or anything like that they're like you're kurdish you're not turkish you're not arab you're not any of these things you're kurdish that's who you are inside this you're kurdish this is this is kurdistan inside here outside you're you're english and british and but you're still kurdish right but um when i started comedy i was doing it for the love of it but i mean gradually i i realized what i was doing was what i was yearning for all those years ago Mm -hmm. like when i would watched people like eddie murphy and chris rock and and even to a lesser extent people like russell peters because he was the first person i saw that wasn't black that i really liked in comedy Mm -hmm. um that was an asian fella right Mm -hmm. and um I was like, "Yo, like he doesn't look like any of the other guys I see on TV in this country, but he's, 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 he's he's doing this kind of thing, right?" So like, it played on my mind, right? So um, many years, and um, it was when I started comedy it all started to make sense. It was like, damn, like this is what I want to do. That's why, um, I bang on about it so much, and I let people know I'm there. Like, it's it's funny because nowadays more frequent. given the level of immigration uh that we've had from Kurdish people that whenever whenever I go to gigs now people will come up to me and go oh my barber's Kurdish or mm-hmm. oh, I've got wow. this this guy that's Kurdish but that
0: identity is a very I remember growing up Dane you might feel the same but the, 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 you kind of hear some of the news you know yeah. and and it'd be this footnote yeah that was something something the Kurds yeah Like that would be And it was never really Explained to us No of course Yeah And it was was It was
2: just like It was just like We were like bacteria Or something Like we were just like yeah. I (laughs) I mean it was like It was like in every bit That that you talked about the Kurds
1: Yeah the first thing I'd heard about Kurds The two things was One was that they were uh, Opposing Saddam Yeah And it was only places With a US uh, military base Yeah uh, Next to uh, Iraq And Iran And um, Yeah and And it just seemed to be A real stigma Towards Kurds Maybe because of that so the idea I got was that it was somewhat of a, I guess, a uh, like an outpost for America, and had the very American sensibilities. That was kind of the impression that other people from other Arab nations kind of gave me that Kurds are very different to the rest of us in terms of like, is they're more Americanized, and and so, and I, I'm, and obviously given my immigrant background, I've never really been one to follow stereotypes, or if someone tells me, unless I meet somebody yeah, from that yeah, culture, I don't really yeah, follow it. Sure. And you made an interesting point because you spoke about Russell Peters, and. Uh, he Was one of the first comedians, he is in fact the first stand up comedian I saw live. Hmm. Yeah, I was 15 years old, I saw Russell Peters, and, and he was an opening act. And obviously, he's now, you know, arguably, I think the largest like touring comedian well, in the he, world. He, he, he can, a can go the to the
2: a, a he will sell out an arena in Beirut, yeah, like, so exactly. <laughs> I mean, he, he wow. That's like, yeah, like he he's, basically, he's, he's that big. He
1: yeah. so far as the brown world is concerned, like, he is the biggest comedian. There. I think he's the only one that's ever sold out in Mumbai twice. And wow, yeah, and, and the reason why, and it's obviously seen him as an open act, but the reason why is because like his comedy very much focused on immigration comedy and he had very accurate observations for whether it was was from obviously his own uh, culture as well as uh, Caribbeans. But he was able to be very specific in terms of him speaking about, you know, people from the smaller islands or the lesser Antilles for those who don't know what small island means and as well as people from mainland Jamaica. And like on reflection, I think it's been a real big influence on me in that, um, like yourself, I feel like discussing race relations when people kind of, think about it in terms of comedy it always uh kind of brings up imagery of this dichotomy between black and white and uh comedy serving as a counter narrative or sure. a rebuttal for uh members of the diaspora to talk about their experience yeah. where they would kind of not have that in other walks of mm-hmm. society or oh, i guess and so for me i kind of feel like i definitely have this need to uh to have a, a good uh, immigrant narrative in my comedy as well and I guess because my upbringing is quite unique where the diaspora is concerned and I'm from Grenada which is a very small nation of about 100,000 people more Grenadians live outside of Grenada than live in on the island hmm. itself um so, and essentially That's so, not a great advert for it like
2: no, no. Grenada More of us live outside oh, no. of here yeah, more, yeah, than in more the more, more left. Yeah, the
1: Grenadian diaspora is larger Than the um, the uh, indigenous uh, uh, population However That may be a good thing Because it means It's not that commercial And relatively unspoiled Which is a uh, fact That a lot of Caribbeans Keep close to their heart Their islands haven't been Kind of completely overtaken By ecotourism mm. um, But yeah I'm digressing But yeah but So basically for me It was like not just a question of being able to have comedy that reflects the experience of uh, the African diaspora or uh, Caribbeans, but for immigrants in general. And I guess that came from my experience where I had friends were, who were of Iraqi descent or were from Gujarat and uh, who were kind of like, because they didn't see even representations of themselves, because obviously yeah. the representation of Asians or, mm. and other ethnic minorities uh, is severe, is as severe with uh, Africans and Caribbeans, but they didn't have anyone to project onto. So yeah. initially they would uh, definitely project onto a lot of the uh, kind of black titans of comedy like yeah. Eddie Murphy in the first place. Yeah. So when someone told me that, it was kind of like I wanted to make sure that I didn't have a very narrow perspective in terms of my comedy. And was, and also another promoter I worked with when I was doing what's referred to as the Black or Urban Circuit had said, you know, it's not just about doing uh, material and performing for, you know, these populations, diverse populations in, you know, metropolises such as London or Manchester or Birmingham but it's for you know that brown or yellow or black kid that lives in you know bumfuck nowhere you know who lives in, who's in Norwich or who's in bumfuck nowhere a great place to give by the yeah, way. yeah or bumfuck nowhere <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bumfuck nowhere upon Free drinks, upon, upon, yeah. Yeah, upon upon um, pond upon water <laughs> <laughs> under under Limeshire. that is right, but you know there will be yeah, people yeah no there i in mean i mean you
2: make great points though i mean for me like um going back to like just just the that it goes back to the what we're talking about in, in terms of representation and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff as well. Just merely being able to tick a box where you're from in a census, yeah. It, like I could never do that. No. Right? I could like for me it was just always other because mm-hmm. even when you look at it now, I'm not black enough for one extra necessarily. I'm yeah. not Asian enough for Asian Network because I'm not brown enough. Like I'm not like you wouldn't exactly look at, look at me and go Ooh, Radio One as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like you, you're sort of in this middle ground where you can fit in anywhere because. You've, gr- you've grown up with the skills in order to be able to fit in anywhere. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't quite fit in anywhere if they were to look at you on paper. Do you see where I'm coming from? So just yeah. the mere fact of me being able to tell people... So for a young Kurdish kid when he's growing up, so he doesn't have to... He don't, there there could be a young Kurdish kid right now that is getting tired of telling people, I'm Kurdish and this is where it is where it is. Yeah. And for want of a better thing, they'll just say, I'm Iraqi, I'm Turkish, I'm this, that, the other Yeah, I want mm. them to be able to... Like, because years ago, I, I, my dad used to be a minicab driver, and there was um, a gentleman that asked him, uh, "Where are you from?" He said, "I'm Kurdish." He's like, "Ah, oh, have you got a famous actor or something that's Kurdish?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Have you got a famous footballer?" He's like, "No." He's like, "How am I supposed to know you?" So, <laughs> yeah. no, but like for me, yeah, yeah. that rang that rang he, he, in my he head. It speaks yeah. about all yeah.
0: uh, kind of art in a way, exactly. Yeah, creative is, is is you know I don't know. Yeah.
1: You yeah, indi- indica- Indicators of success, yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: So for me, it was like right. If I'm that guy, mm-hmm. then. A little kid growing up can just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, hey, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's, that's, had, that's I, I, us. Kurdish yeah. hero. I've had yeah, that moment well. as Well, yeah, yeah. No, is, I, I, yeah it, I don't it, really it, want to be a hero as a sense, but I just want to be able to be. It's a symbol, I, yeah. guess. More... I want to be, I want to be a great comedian, actor, whatever, and then Kurdish becomes like, oh, and by the way, he's Kurdish. I think that applies
0: to foot You know, footballers, you'll spot that now and again. You know, we're we're a footballer from a very. Uh, kind of unrecognized yeah. country. So, like, I really, as a, uh, a, a struggling Arsenal fan, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot, you know, a lot of people didn't like Emmanuel Ebuyor. Yeah, uh, but you know, actually, when you look, any, any, obviously, for anyone who follows football, yeah. you, you know, or doesn't, you can go and look up the mistakes
1: this man made <laughs> yeah. in his career. Well, well, but, well we're going to say he's a journeyman, yeah. Because <laughs> well, let me tell you something: Imagine, he, he tracks back, Adi yeah, yeah. So if he listens to this podcast, he will tweet. <laughs> oh, like, I
0: can't wait to he's a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's he, a he, great he, guest. he does tweet back. The point back. I was going to make about him is that Togo, mm-hmm. as a country, received a huge um, kind of uh, symbolic boost in in the yeah. sense of him becoming a star. Yeah. Uh, and, and and they ended up didn't they end up end up at the World Cup? Did they? Or did they I end think up they might at yeah, done the yeah. there's
1: even better example as well. Like or no better example but in, in, in another example would be George Ware. Yeah, George Ware yeah. George Ware who example. played for uh, Monaco, yeah. um, and and, on Monaco um and went on to Milan and um you know Liberia like has now, now gone now, back yeah. to become yeah is <laughs> yeah. now and is yeah. now yeah I think is potentially the, the president of Liberia. The,
0: the, the thing about that is it's, it's a symbol, you know? I think that's what people will always any you know, any group of people who've had their strife you know, we yeah. always want a symbol to go, look, we, we we survive, No, I mean, this is like a
2: triangle of oppression right now. This I
0: was really. going to say, <laughs> 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 yeah, right. yeah, yeah, the yeah. touring
1: black Jewish Kurdish yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, yeah. comedy show will be... Uh, the Rebel uh, Alliance.
0: <laughs> 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 but like, it is a thing. And you know, look, I mean, I can't not throw in the whole, you know, as a, <laughs> as a Jew, like when you grow up and you're like, ah, they tried to do what? Ah, oh, they didn't manage it, did they? Like we're still going. Like no, yeah, yeah. I see our well, name, I, I, I see our names yeah. at the end of all these films. Like they really didn't. They really didn't <laughs> achieve that mission. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and but then you kind of you know it's impossible to not grow up and look at comedy and go like fucking hell is Everyone in this called Cohen. Like I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, like it's wild. It's so like it-
2: black people with sports as well. Like do you yeah. know what I mean. Like if you look at the NBA and the NFL, it is yeah. uh, predominantly African American. Like which begs the question. Like I'm, I'm uh, hopefully in fifty years time, Kurds are just going to be like superheroes. But that's Ooh, yeah, oh <laughs> like, well, yeah, you said you
1: lead the charge, man. I, de- yeah, I, I mean, definitely identify with this need. Like you said, where you know if something strikes you, you're like, obviously, I definitely identify with my culture, and I use it as a means to kind of, I guess. How ha- create my own identity, mm. um, and if you found that you know, if you if you feel that your your culture is somewhat obscure to most people, then yeah, you want to yeah. strive to get mm-hmm. that recognition because obviously everyone seeks validation. Because I remember having that same moment um, when I was watching Extras, Doctor right, Extras, yeah. and uh, Keith, <laughs> I know what scene you're going to talk about yeah, immediately. Keith and Keith, <laughs> uh, Keith Chegwin's on. And they're uh, yeah. talking about rest in peace. And, uh, oh, wow. yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, God, that's yeah, so like, Oh, man, that's horrible. Dropping to like to flies. Oh, is bring terrible. the mood yeah. down, why don't you? So, no, no. so, yeah. <laughs> but uh, here, here we are, we are celebrating his life he's and works in this yeah. scene where um, they're talking about black comedians in this country and he's playing, he's playing like along the line of racism and stuff as well, but more of an ignorant side, so it's a lot more playful. But they were talking about uh, good black British comedians and uh, he says to Ricky, uh, Richard Race's character, can you name a black British comedian and he struggles to do so no and no
2: then... no first he goes he goes. there's no funny black comedians he goes, yeah. what you on about like Chris Rock, and he Dave Chappelle. Always... Yeah, yeah and he goes no. Nah, but what about any British ones and then he yeah. struggles to name he it he struggles to name one and yeah. I think
1: they panned to a picture of Lenny Henry yeah onto, on the wall on the wall and they still don't say anything and for me it was like no that <laughs> that, that is that is ridiculous mm. and um, I, I, I imagine the offence wasn't intentional and obviously it's probably a good line but the fact that that could be used as a punchline mm. I definitely took umbrage with that
2: I'm going to say Because this
1: isn't my podcast I'm going to say The offence was intentional <laughs> Yeah Well maybe you, you know what, what? If the offence you- was intentional Then fuck him, And that's <laughs> okay. that really tell you one thing Because I don't
0: think Gervais is coming on this podcast yeah yet. No. yet But you know what If he does We can ask him a question Which is How the fuck did you guys Think you were going to get away With Life's Too Short Like the history books <laughs> of comedy Now go back to it I'm saying yeah. it to anyone And I don't care if Gervais Wants to walk in And have a go at me as well But like Go back and look at that show the heightest humour that goes on in that program is actually a scandal, like the fact yeah, the BBC yeah. let them get away with it. There's yeah. a the scene, <laughs> the funniest scene in the pilot episode is the fact that he can't reach the doorbell. Wow! Mm. Like, and you see, you think that now, and like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, we we've met each other a couple of times, yeah. Like I'm not like a big left wing, yeah. like I must have every justice. You know, I'm not yeah, like yeah, a fighting yeah, up. Yeah, I was yeah. just watching this going. This is fucking mad. Like,
2: well, I mean, yeah, I mean, don't get me started. But yeah, like, <laughs> like I mean, I mean, I, th- there's there's some things to be said for um, what we celebrate um, in terms of sitcoms in this country. <laughs>
1: well, that is it, like, <laughs> yeah. and representation. It's yeah, all, it's all very much. No, linked.
2: no audiences can can um, really um, uh, identify with black comedies. Do you know the um, theme tune to Fresh Prince of Bel Howard? Every single word, mate. Well, of exactly. You do. Of course you did. Born and raised. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 always makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is a wow. Well, I mean, yeah, God, Will Smith, that show. Yeah, just that's a nice moment. Which which up. which
1: probably which probably yeah ran for a very long time on BBC Two. So do take note. They,
3: also,
2: on, a, on an on a completely separate note, did you notice every channel Fresh Prince went on would end up shutting down? trouble shut down any yeah. of those preview channels that bought Fresh Prints ended up dying <laughs> yeah. it's all on Netflix it's all
1: on Netflix were... now yeah, yeah, yeah so nah, Netflix yeah, yeah. isn't going to die like he <laughs> needs a promo uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good question Dane mate Thanks. we've had some strong questions yeah. so far I feel pressure now but Thanks.
2: No, You're going to no ask question. us what no. our that like, coffee order is or something? Yeah, you know? <laughs> can we get like <laughs> two teas, <laughs> one sugar? Uh...
0: No, my one's a topical one, you mm-hmm. know, and, it, and it's an interesting one because I've been thinking about it, you know, it's like three, four days since the Brit mm. Awards happened mm. and there was only, to me, one headline that came from the yeah. Brit awards and
2: that was stormzy oh know? i thought you were gonna say jack whitehall <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm gonna give
0: some respect to jack whitehall he did it he did he, he actually, did a no, better he did a job he came out
2: i mean this is the thing about like how much how how influential the online sphere has become mm. in in this um in this day and age where where you saw him coming out in that big jacket and was like man's not hot Mm. Uh, you know, with Michael Dapper. And yeah. That's great. Yeah. Without, with yeah.
1: with, with, if you're going to have a television format that's trying to capture a youth audience to ignore, yeah. to basically to ignore the digital world is a suicide now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, so you're, so presumably, presumably, you know, you're me, about I, just, I
0: was just like, you know, I'm a big fan of music with anger. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, like Ray James machine. Yeah. was a big thing for me. And as I've got older, like, <laughs> I know Bob Dylan doesn't always sound like an angry man. you're yeah, yeah, not yeah, anymore. Yeah, 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 but that course. was angry. That was yeah. like the protest music, of you course. know. And so I followed Stormzy over the last couple of years. And, you know, it's been interesting watching him become this star. But I just thought it took, like, a level of guts to get up there and do what he did on, like, primetime yeah. British television. Yeah. You know, as, as, as a young black artist to get up and do that and slag off who he slagged off, which I thought was really impressive. The question is this. What? Becomes of Stormzy now because you know there will be people. If this was America, that actually kind of brings it back to your kind of question, Gay. Okay? Yeah. If this was America, can you imagine how many people will be pushing him to go into politics?
3: Yeah. <laughs> They'd
0: instantly be going like, "Well, Stormzy could could run with Oprah." <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, like, yeah, no, no, you'd no, no. End but up in these kind of conversations. Yeah, we, definitely, I mean,
1: we, we definitely can't say it would never happen now. Firstly,
2: it, w- w- in terms of what you say about what will happen to him, I think I think Stormzy is is a force yeah um and i mean that in in a number of different ways because i believe that um due to the democratization of how we can make art now Mm. um stormzy is is going to be fine right he he's got a label deal as well with his own label as an imprint of virgin records i believe oh no or Mm. was atlantic records now yeah um He won't have a problem succeeding because he's got to that stage now where he didn't compromise at the beginning of his career. He started off his career doing what he wanted to do, how he wanted to do it. His first album came out independently. Mm. Um, He had a distribution deal, but his first album came out independently. So he could put in whatever he wanted in his music and it sold. And it did numbers. He was challenging for uh, number one. Uh, So because he's had that track record, it has given him the, the artistic license amongst his audience and amongst other people that have sort of known him and, mm. and come to come to be familiar with him that he can do all of that sort of stuff and, and that he will speak out in events like that because he's very vocal on Twitter.
1: He yeah. always talks about
2: that sort of stuff. Um, and I think... But it kind of thrusts him, I just felt, I
0: don't know what you think there, but it kind yeah. of thrusted him into like a mainstream political sphere. I think potentially, And that's yeah. quite a, a challenge for any creative yeah. guy to deal with because now, like... Just you got to you got to put this out here. Does he go inside with Corbin? Well, I mean, he already That's, did. I think he already
1: did. I think he already did. Yeah. But does uh, he make I, that a
0: big part of what he? You know, it's like if it's, I, it's was, tough, I was,
1: I was, it's tough because now you've made what is a, a politically charged uh, statement on television, so people will, you know, stigma or try and label you. i want to Let's see what's going to happen because, like, like Kay said, he is an independent artist and not that reliant on industry in order to. Uh, propel, or, his or, mainstream propel his media. or mainstream media because he can yeah he can he can always subvert that with you know all of the methods yeah. of media that he's used um i would say uh to so far as advice i would say you know rather than make any contrived effort to align yourself along bipartisan lines just to continue what you're doing if you're going to be making political statements you can do that with still being kind of apolitical and just make your views known mm. and maybe he supports corbyn as a man as opposed to supporting the entire labor party because it's obviously a divided party unto itself So maybe there'll be no need for him to make that alignment uh, politically. But at the same time, you know, he is in in the forefront. And I think... It's an interesting
0: scenario, no? Because I can't recall, if I'm honest with you, uh, when was the last time someone from music or TV or film in this country... Had kind of been elevated to this place, like with that kind of with uh, that kind of performance. Yeah, like, yeah, I was I, just that, like, yeah. everyone's been. It's just so obvious now. But like, where where is that? <laughs> where, where is that yeah. person? When's the last person you would think of in this country?
1: I, I mean, as far as someone would uh, who's had realized, I you know mainstream kind of success, um, not for. Not for a while, I would say. But then at the same time... I can't just, remember any... I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely saying that because someone that prominent...
2: Yeah, at, uh, and, and, and on such a platform, oh, to a platform be honest yeah, with you. That's I've why, why I was
0: anymore. like, I think this is what I'm going to ask today because I was yeah. like, wow, that... Like, in America, because we were so influenced by America, mm-hmm. it's like... I remember the day Trump won, the only thing I wanted to post on social media and I did it that morning was Kanye 2020. Like, yeah, was yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Easy, yeah, easy for the But I mean, if you look at...
2: If you look at... The only the only thing I can think of similar to this event was when... um. Kanye West came out and said, George Bush, Bush doesn't care, care about, about black, black people. people. Mm. That but was the only other thing. But that wasn't in Britain. I was going to say, and in Britain, like, I'm, you know, listen, we will happily
0: listen. You know, there's some people on the uh, kind of skirts of mainstream media, but like genuinely, like, I, I almost felt like Live Aid, which is like, I was like a four-year-old child when that. Yeah. But like, yeah. that felt like a type of protest in a way because it was like, yeah. we feel like we need to give our resources to this effort mm. that we're not seeing our government do. Yeah. Geldof, in a way... As much as he's a mad, mad bloke, over the last how many decades, did something that was a real protest thing, and it's just like in one sense, it's like, I'm kind of saying, what does he do next? But like, and he, like Dane says, correct answer, just keep doing it. Keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. But but I, that's what I'm saying. Whatever what the fuck that... he wants to do, really, yeah. like well, he's well, been well, doing well, all well, his career. But I suppose the the you know, like he brings up Grenfell, yeah. you know, in that in you know in that song, and 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 it was just a moment where you're like, okay, well, look, if that is something that that is close to your heart, which clearly it must be. Kind of, I don't want to, to calling out Stormzy, but like, what are you going to do about it? Like, you know, because don't get me wrong, it's amazing that he brought it up, yeah. and but he has a platform to actually kind of invest in, 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 a, in a real change of perspective for maybe wider population than, than you know what I mean it's, it's an interesting well, thing you, that... you
2: say what is he going to do about it the mere fact that he even mentioned Grenfell and it was back in the papers this week mm. was more more than a lot of people could have done because we, a lot of people had forgotten about Grenfell and it had just become an afterthought for a lot of people who, mm. who had never probably lived in a council or state and didn't understand the ramifications of the events that tra- and a lot transpired. of people would have been
1: initially vocal as well yeah. probably yeah. because we were passed in mainstream media yeah. probably passed from their minds as well, yeah, yeah. It's just how, how yeah. I just kind of look at are. it
0: and think back to like I don't know, like that that you kind of feel that there's a time in this country. This has all got quite serious, which we're all fine with, but you yeah, know yeah. It's, it's a different tone to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. But like yeah, that 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 sense that that that, that, that sustained uh, political reasoning in a in a, in a youth demographic <laughs> would be a healthy thing right now, and there's yeah. going to have been a surge of it because yeah. Corbyn, whatever he's got right and got wrong, has definitely. Awoken some people, like made people go, you know, oh, this, this guy yeah. sounds like I can. I, th- th- to I think
1: that coupled with Brexit being such a uh, important vote uh, or an, an important referendum being uh, having such an effect on British society mm-hmm. and economically and socially, um, I feel like a lot of younger people who were below the voting age or weren't necessarily politically astute uh, felt quite cheated by that. And obviously, following the events of Brexit and Trump's uh, um, election.
0: Which does affect us, yeah. It has, has been a
1: catalyst for people, to, for for, uh, for young people to become a lot more politically aware. Yeah, and um, so if somebody who has that direct link with them or, and a finger on the pulse of the youth mm. is using his uh, his platform in order to engage them or make them aware mm. whether people are for or against him I think it's great that, and he should continue to do so but I think in terms of what he what he can do about it I don't think it's necessarily his responsibility to, yeah. uh, to follow through that is the responsibility of civil servants so mm. he, he, I think him like anybody else has the right to be vocal about their political views but I think so far as the execution of, uh, of policy that is that still remains within the responsibility of our elected leaders and our civil servants, and I think that's something we should be careful of doing because um, we tend to begin when we're talking about artists and icons or inspirations, then they become conflated with the role models, and even a role model can also be an inspiration and an example you can follow. But there is, I think, there should be a an extent to which we are dependent on uh, certain figureheads or certain prolific people in our society mm. for them to affect change because. While he has mentioned Grenfell and probably and maybe involved in volunteering work or made donations, which I'm not that sure about, or he doesn't want to be that vocal about, um, we pay tax towards people that should be answering these questions for us. Mm. So I think him acting in the capacity of a catalyst, more than necessarily a, an active revolutionary, um, doesn't kind of take away from his actions. Yeah,
0: and
2: I think also you mentioned the point of um, why are young people more politically active. I think it is reaction to your surroundings and your environment and your situation, I think <laughs> if you're in a situation where it looks like you're never going to own a house, mm. you're never going to earn a, have a, a pension. comfortable living, Yeah, yeah. you're not going to have a pension, you're going to be angry, man. Mm. Of course there's going to be things. When you're looking at your paycheck and you're like, man, I can't even... Can't even do what I want, do you know what I mean? Mm. Where, where you're seeing a generation before you saying, "Oh my god, yeah, man, I spent my twenties traveling. It was so good." Mm. And blah, blah, blah listen, man, just use your twenties to have fun, and you're like, Bruv I can't have fun." From where, like, yeah, now where been, do now been, now do you now with Brexit? My my travel yeah. was restricted, as, as exactly, well as, as well as trade, so, exactly. And, and, you... and there's you...
1: decisions that were made, which I can't be involved in, and, and that's and you know that is part of the debate. Where it's like, for example, the legal age for sex in the UK is 16, but voting is 18. So it means that you're not old enough to vote, be old enough to be fucked over, literally. So, <laughs> Yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 weird, but it's um,
0: it's just that uh, you know, like that's why I thought this was a good, interesting thing to talk about because because it's it, it's the sustained yeahness of it that I feel is going to be the, the the answer. Yeah, and that's why I'm like Stormzy and and Corbin. Like I don't know if you saw just a sidestep a little bit over to Corbin, which we've touched upon. You see him call out the Mail and the Express last week on Facebook. <laughs> I was yeah. just on Facebook. Yeah. You know, I'm a grown man. Just in case you don't, know. I'm a grown, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. in my thirties. And I'm like on Facebook, you know, cat, hmm. marriage, kid, boring. And he's like, yeah. "Oh, there's the leader of the opposition. What's he got yeah, to say?" Yeah, you click on it, and he's basically saying, "Yeah, Daily Mail, your day's are numbered." And I was like, "Yes, Jeremy, of <laughs> no, course, I'm yeah. with you. I'm completely I don't even really care what the policy is. I'm like, I have I'm with blocked
2: you. every single Daily Mail account that is on Twitter." on twitter i've I've blocked every single account because i don't want to see any of their tweets shared which would then lead me to go and click on an article and give those fuckers ad revenue Mm. um so and i suggest everybody that listens to this does the same um certainly people dropping
0: it the papers have dropped it (laughs) do they're not papers um virgin trains dropped it someone else dropped it. well
2: virgin trains dropped it then put it back in again because obviously Mm. you know Branson got scared. <laughs> That's
0: what they've saying. got the pictures. Yeah, yeah. they've got like, the pictures, <laughs> in not they? But, um... the Max,
1: Max the Max Clifford USB drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's to come on the podcast. <laughs>
0: well, that was. I enjoyed what happened there. Huh? That was that went into many directions. Like, I thought this question. would have been a
2: discussion about Wu Tang and everything. Like, I first <laughs> in, like... <laughs> we did that last week. Yeah, it's coming up. Don't worry. Like. Yeah, I, I thought we were going to come in. So, okay. who's your favorite hip hop artist? <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was good, man. Edifying
0: favorite Wu Tang member, quickly then. While you've while... Uh, Method
2: Man, really? It's a good, good one. Ghostface to me. Good every one time. also. Mm-hmm. Good, I just like the, I, th- I just think Method Man's a better actor than <laughs> Ghostface. <laughs> yeah, no, than the majority of, <laughs> <A> majority <laughs> yeah. of actors you see. I'd say definitely. When I saw him in um, Luke Cage, what's it? Not Luke Cage. What's yeah, it cool? yeah, yeah, called? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's in the Wire. Bro, yeah, he's in, he's in loads
1: cheese, of stuff, Melvin bro. Cheese. He's in How High, Dane. That's <laughs> his film. Yeah, that was that's a good film. He, I think he was even in Black and White. You know that film with Mike Tyson, right? He was in that as well. Right. Like he was in. Um, meth, come on the podcast, mate. Yeah, please we do kind of meth. Definitely come on the podcast. Um, those are very good choices for Wu Tang. Uh, I'm not going to give a choice yet because your, your
2: favorite is You God, isn't it? Don't
1: lie. Uh, that's <laughs> crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: Controversial. Big,
1: big up, big up, You God, but. But no was, don't big this, him up bro look man they need him too okay they needed him too But I'll was like, say... like
2: that's like saying oh big up so solid and then it's just one of the guys that you saw in the video like behind the cage and
1: excuse me like... Seth is in so solid and he's Kurdish remember Seth no well he's <laughs> su- in the song by so solid called freak mode he sung the hook on that and he also sung the hook on their song grimy Mm. Did, like, Kurdish did, Knowledge no there Some Kurdish. serious yeah. knowledge Kurdish. MC
2: Grand is half Kurdish By the way is what I mean yeah. Representing
1: Representing I'm what? the only
2: one That reps it So fucking rep it you... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Going
1: back to well, I, He
0: reps it that's how, that's
1: how I knew He was Kurdish Going so... back
0: to Wu-Tang I listened to uh, The Forever album For the first time in a long Yeah it's Not
1: the most rec-
0: you know, Recognised beloved album Yeah But listen to Triumph again Just listen to the beginning
1: Inspector Deck That's what I was going to yeah, say yeah, It's yeah, very yeah. hard like, uh, Method is a very good shout But mm. How Inspector Depp opens that uh, that first
0: 16. It's on, unb- but that that whole got.
1: Socrates, Holocetes, and Hypotheses can't define. I'll be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform unrobbery, flew with lottery, possibly a spot on me, battle scar, shogun, explosion when my head hits tremendous, ultraviolet, and forensics. Ah, it's amazing. I, I know it pretty well, but I'll save that for, car- <laughs> so we for can the karaoke, do all of the karaoke podcast. I can't do the You God podcast. <laughs> I can't do the You God bit. Are you happy, Kay? <laughs> I don't remember You God's bit. <laughs> only joking it's like Olympic torch flaming me burn so sweet <laughs> smell of victory the victim of defeat it's, uh, yeah it's a classic classic, it's a fucking classic absolute classic track. classic it's yours but how much Rule do you know Dane? me he knows uh, a lot about some ja Rule. <laughs> some Hollow Hollow was a great tune well, this has been uh, the Dane Baptiste questions everything podcast uh, before we go okay you'll need some quick plug in and I'm gonna wrap um,
2: it up. yeah follow me on everything it's K-A-E-K-U-R-D if you put that in you'll find me everywhere I'm doing a run at the Soho theatre um, so if you liked what I said on this podcast Go buy some tickets, just search Soho Theatre K Kurd and the link will come up. Go and see um, his show, guys. Yeah, it's a great show, guys. It's a good one. Yeah, appreciate it. Learn about Kurdistan and learn about the man. Yeah, and um, if you didn't like what I said, buy them anyway. Um, For your enemies. Yeah, for your enemies. um, And. I'm just come to the show, in it. Like I'm funny, in like, <laughs> yeah. it.
3: Nice like, yeah, like a nice place. It's a Good nice place. It's a nice place, Get some jokes. What's wrong yeah. with you people? Don't I mean, I mean, man. just
2: in the bar area, you can smell the arts degrees already. Like, it's <laughs> great. It's, <laughs> it's just there's lo- there's a lot of middle class people there, but it's great. Like, like I mean, it's I I I was just happy to be able to do a run there because. I was just thinking to myself, like I even put it up, like how many guys from council states do you see do this? How many Kurdish guys do you see doing this thing? Like how many people do you see that often frequent these places? So it's great to be there, man, and be part of. A, um, I, I suppose it's sort of an acceptance amongst the, like the comedy intelligentsia.
1: Yeah, it's cool, man. But don't take his word for it, guys. Go and see it for yourself. But, but um, it's called Kurdish enthusiasm. So cool. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast, Kate. Best, best
0: pun name show. I'll wait till the next one. <laughs> yeah, but
1: before the next one comes out, guys, go and see Kojor Enthusiasm at the Soho Theatre in July. Uh, go online to find out more. Thank you, Kay, for coming on the shows. Well, a Great show. Howard, thanks go. very much for keeping everything in check. Man like so, Hoko! So you are the you are the Yeah, Hoko is the Rizza of, oh, yeah, of the Rebel I'll take Alliance. It. Oh God, yeah. the Rizzo of the Or Hizza. We'll call you Hizza for now. <laughs> the Hizza! The Hizza. Yes! Uh, <laughs> yeah! The Hizza. The Hizzer. The Hizza. The Hizza. So yeah, it's, it's been a good one, guys. It's been Dane Baptiste questions Everything, tune in next time. Thank you and goodbye. Uh, you've been listening to
0: Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to DaneBaptiste.co.uk or follow him at Dane Baptweets. Dane was joined by K Curd. For more of k follow him at K Curd. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. Follow me at the Howard Cohen. The podcast is recorded at the Dairy Studios in Brixton. The music was composed by Afe Saki. Thanks to Polly and Gelly.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,